peace be with you in Jesus' name. We celebrate the blessing of faith. Our faith in God is secure for many reasons. The history of what Jesus did gives us solid reason to believe in God's amazing provision. And we're also inspired to believe by the faith of other people who have believed. Great figures of faith from ancient times, or maybe the faith of your grandparents or a good friend, is inspiration for our faith. Consistently, we see God has had mercy on everyone who calls upon him in faith. Our spirit-given faith is always a blessing. We celebrate God's faithfulness to us as we worship in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. His greatness is unsearchable. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All your works praise you, Lord. Your faithful people extol you. They tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and your dominion endures through all generations. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. If you confess with your words that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And so, Lord, we confess the meagerness of our faith. Many times it is hard to believe. Our sins make us blind to your care. Reach out your saving hand and lift us out of trouble. You, who are the Son of the living God. Now, Jesus tells us, do not worry, you of little faith. Your Father knows what you need. Upon your confession, I announce the grace of God to you. And by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting Father, inspire us by the insights of the Spirit to believe and thrive by our faith in you. Bless us with steadfast hope and confidence in your loving kindness and your mercy. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. As we think about the blessings of faith, we turn to the insights of God's Word from the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, beginning at verse 1. Now faith 
is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith we understand that the universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. And by faith, Abel brought God a better offering than Cain did. By faith, he was commended as righteous when God spoke well of his offerings. And by faith, Abel still speaks even though he is dead. By faith, Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death. He could not be found because God had taken him away. For before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. By faith, Noah, when warned about things not yet seen, in holy fear, built an ark to save his family. And by his faith, he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness that is in keeping with faith. By faith, when Abraham was called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, he obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. By faith, he made his home in the promised land like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city with foundations, whose architect and builder is God. And by faith, even Sarah, who was past childbearing age, was enabled to bear children because she considered him faithful, who had made the promise. And so from this one man, and he as good as dead, came descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky, and as countless as the sand on the seashore. All these people were still living by faith when they died. They did not receive the things promised. They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance, admitting that they were foreigners and strangers on earth. People who say such things show that they are looking for a country of their own. If they had been thinking of the country they had left, they would have had opportunity to return. Instead, they were longing for a better country, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel is according to St. Luke, 
the 12th chapter, beginning at verse 22. Glory to you, O Lord. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or about your body, what you will wear. For life is more than food, and the body more than clothes. Consider the ravens. They do not sow or reap. They have no storeroom or barn, yet God feeds them. And how much more valuable you are than birds. Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to your life? Since you cannot do this very little thing, why do you worry about the rest? Now consider how the wild flowers grow. They do not labor or spin, yet I tell you, not even Solomon in all of his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, how much more will he clothe you, you of little faith? And do not set your heart on what you will eat or drink. Do not worry about it. For the pagan world runs after all these such things, and your father knows that you need them. But seek his kingdom, and these things will be given to you as well. Do not be afraid, little flock, for your father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to the poor. Provide purses for yourselves that will not wear out, a treasure in heaven that will never fail, where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Birds learn to fly. Somehow they figure it out. That awkward little fur ball that comes out of the egg learns how to soar into the sky. God, God created the birds to do this amazing thing. And, well, you and I were created for something pretty amazing, too. God made us so that we can learn the song of faith. God created the whole universe to hear the harmony of its song of faith. And especially with us, 
whom God created in his own image. With each new life, God waits to see if we will get it. Will we learn the song of faith? It is the song of confidence in God's eternal, abiding goodness and love. And there's plenty of help. There are solid reasons to sing of our faith. There are inspiring people to encourage us. And there's the whisper of the Holy Spirit. Above all, there is Jesus. The song of faith is his song. He sings it for us from beginning to end. And we learn to sing along. So let's listen for the song of faith by what the writer of the book of Hebrews tells us about the faith of some of the epic characters from the ancient world. Surprisingly, the writer of Hebrews first wants to tell us about the faith of Abel. I'm sure you know the Bible starts its story with Adam and Eve. They're working, enjoying their little garden. Life is simple and beautiful, and then all of a sudden it gets a lot more complicated. And then, it seems, much to her surprise, Eve is blessed with an amazing thing. She says, with the help of the Lord, I have brought forth a man. They called their child Cain. And later, Eve gave birth to Cain's brother, and they named him Abel. These two boys grew up. Abel kept flocks, and Cain worked the soil. In the course of time, Cain decided he should give some kind of offering to God. He brought some fruits of the soil. Cain just thought it was something he should do. But in contrast, his brother Abel wanted to give God a tribute of real thanks and gratitude. Abel was a different sort of man than his brother. Maybe it came to him looking into the eyes of his flock every day, those animals staring back at him. These creatures needed his caretaking. And he knew he needed the care of God. Abel's parents, Adam and Eve, they had been able to speak to God once, and they could share ideas and dialogue with God, but they had lost all of that wonderful connection. And now, in this more distant world, Abel hoped his offering could reach God. Abel brought the best he could, the fat portions from some of the best of his flock. 
God could hear the song of faith in Abel's tribute of gratitude. It was the song of purity of heart and a desire for righteousness with God. Cain, his brother, had not learned this song of faith. I don't know, maybe somehow, somehow out there in the fields, tending his plants alone, Cain just felt the need to keep going and take care of everything by himself. And mostly he just kind of felt frustrated and angry, especially when he saw the peace and the contentment of his brother Abel. Cain had a different sort of music in his head. Cain only wanted those feelings to go away. They would twist inside him until finally he lured Abel out into a field and killed him. Oh, the song of faith is so important. The story of these two brothers still speaks to us. The faith of Abel still sings to us of how vital faith really is. Abel tells us to begin, to begin with whatever you have, whatever is the best and most honest and true within you. And wherever we begin, it is the beginning of a song of eternal celebration as God affirms, yes, this faith is rewarded in my love for you. Now, the writer of Hebrews again surprises us as he gathers the characters of his parade of the faithful. <laughs> well, reading the book of Genesis, it would be easy to miss the man named Enoch. And that, that in itself is the most significant thing about the story of the man named Enoch. It's in Genesis chapter 5 that we get a growing family tree of man in brief succession. Men lived and then they died from Adam to Noah. We get their names. We get a count of their years. But when it comes to Enoch, we get one very simple extra detail. Enoch walked with God. It's so elegantly and simply put, Enoch walked with God, and then God took him away to heaven. Enoch lived a life of faith one step at a time, walking through his days up and down. Enoch just kept walking with God, his steps kept the rhythm of the song of faith, even if he didn't know the tune. Whether he felt courage or fear, he just kept walking with God. And at the pleasure of God, the walk of faith led Enoch slowly away from the things of the earth, 
until he was finally only with God in the heavens. Indeed, as the writer says, God rewards those who earnestly seek him. A writer of Hebrews then turns to another man who walked with God. His name was Noah. Noah was a righteous man. He had the song of faith. Maybe over his long life of 600 years, Noah had figured it out. That you first listen for what harmony God is singing. This time, well, this time God was singing a very stormy song. It took a courageous faith to listen. God was planning to cleanse the earth of its corrupt ways with a great flood. Noah summoned a holy fear and respect because God wanted Noah to build a gigantic boat and gather God's treasured creatures of all kinds. Noah's faith in doing this is absolutely inspiring. And he rode that storm for 10 months. He kept humming the melody of faith until the waters began to recede and he could see the mountaintops. And he knew God had remembered him. God's own faithfulness was true. Well, to create your own song of faith, it might take imagination. It might take courage. To keep singing your song of faith might take endurance. It might take resilience to continue to renew it. One man named Abraham had all of these things going for him in his song of faith. The book of Hebrews tells us about the faith of Abraham. That Abraham heard God invite him to take a big risk and journey to a foreign land where he would bless him. But in that land, Abraham would be a stranger. What kind of spiritual imagination did Abraham have in order to do that? The writer to Hebrews tells us that somehow Abraham just kept looking forward. He could somehow see the city with foundations whose architect and builder is God. Abraham summoned the courage to always consider God faithful to his promises. Hebrews tells us all of these great figures of faith might have felt like Abraham, like aliens and strangers on the earth, but they kept singing their song of faith, longing for a better country, a heavenly one. 
God was proud to be called their God. And he prepared the heavenly city just for them. So these people, this parade of faith, these characters, they inspire us, don't they? They could, by faith, see from a very great distance what God was preparing and what God was building. I don't know, there's so many ways to imagine it. A kind of great tree was growing, but it's only growing its roots underneath the soil. It's growing and preparing. No one can yet see the great tree that it will be. So this is why the writer to the book of Hebrews says, Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. To be certain of what we do not see. Well, goodness. God had to make that a lot easier. For us to learn the song of faith, Jesus, the Son of the living God, was born into the world. For those of us who are not always able to sing the song of faith with such confidence, we have this one amazing, vital fact and statement that Paul gives us. He writes to the Galosians and he says, hang on to this. Jesus is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation, the image, the icon, the living presence of the invisible God. Well, the writer of the book of Hebrews starts his whole book with basically that same idea. He says it this way, Jesus, the Son, is the radiance of God's glory, the authentic representative of God's whole being. We can see Jesus and him, he is the Almighty One, the Creator of the heavens and the earth, given to us in bodily form so that we can see Him. The song of faith, it comes first from Him. The heart of Jesus sings His eternal love for us. He is the core of that tree sustaining all things with his deep and eternal roots. It's just what Paul says. Jesus is before all things, and in him all things hold together. So, for us now, well, we have the living and Holy Spirit among us. And that spirit only needs to whisper the name of Jesus to our ear. And we have the beginning, the very essence 
of our faith song. So, indeed we are like birds, like birds learning to fly, little fur balls coming out of the egg. Somehow we'll figure it out what to do with these wings. We've seen Jesus do it. They nailed him to a cross. But somehow, three days later, he soared from his grave in full flight. A month later, he floated off into the clouds, ascending into the heavens. Jesus flies to the heavens in glory and by faith, we're just behind him, singing of his glory, the song of faith. Let me pray for you that you would be so blessed. Good Father, we thank you, we praise you, we worship you. You've given us the lives of inspiring people to help us. We thank you that you have given us the song of faith by your living son, Jesus, who has given us so many reasons for our abiding trust and hope and faith in you. Bless us by your spirit now and forever in Jesus' name. Amen. I invite you to share with me the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We worship God with our offering. I invite you to send your offering to our church by mail or on our website. You can find a way to give your donation through that. I thank you. Bless you. Let us pray, O God, our King and Redeemer, 
we give you all honor, praise, and glory. We thank you that you save us, heal us, and renew us. We worship you for all that you have given and continue to provide. Give to your whole people on earth your light and your truth. Lord, in your mercy, and hear our prayer. For each of us as we try to live by faith, help us to walk in your way of love, compassion, and mercy. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For our homes and families, for our life together with friends and fellow workers, may we be strong and supportive for one another. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Send your gentle, healing spirit to touch all those who bear sickness, injury, or challenges. Help all to look to you to be their health and hope. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For our nation and those who protect it, we pray that you, God, would bless and care for us together with justice and mercy. We ask your blessing of peace among the nations of the world. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. And Lord, we ask your blessing for those we name before you in our hearts. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy, O Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Father, we thank you that Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And for the life-giving presence of Jesus our Lord, we give you thanks and praise. For the glorious hope of the resurrection, we give you thanks and praise. For the opportunity to bless one another with joy and peace, we give you thanks and praise. Amen. And glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. And the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.
Thank you for listening to this audio service of Bethlehem Lutheran Church, Glen Lake, Minnesota. This podcast features Reverend James Disney with music by Sue Bloom, produced and edited by Amy Munson. If you enjoy listening, we encourage you to visit our website at www.blcmtka.org to learn more about our church and to support this podcast. Blessings upon your week.